Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 35. In this episode, we're going to be talking about understanding seasons. And what I mean by that is every single person, every single business, every single industry, and basically any living organism on earth has seasons. And it doesn't matter how great you are, it doesn't matter how much money you've made, how much success you've had, who you know, what are your connections. Everyone in life goes through seasons. And there's different parts of your life where it doesn't matter how good you are, who you know, how hard you've worked. You have to understand that in many ways you can't fight the season that you're in. You have to, in many ways, you have to kind of gain this maturity and sense of calmness and understanding of what season of life you're in. What are the natural Not only things that you're going to go through, but the feelings that you're going to have, the problems that you're going to face, the obstacles and the issues you're going to have, whether it's in you know your personal life or if it's in your work life, whether it's financial. There's seasons in economics. We talk about recessions and depressions, recovery periods and periods of of growth and hyper growth. There's areas of low interest rates where lending. And access to capital is very easy to get. There's other times where it is extremely hard and interest rates are very high. And you see this in real estate. You're seeing this in crypto right now. We had this unbelievable huge bull run. Now we're in this bear market. So it doesn't matter how smart you are of an investor. Bitcoin's down whether you're smart or not, right? Real estate right now is is about to go into that down cycle where demand drops, prices drop, interest rates raise. And it doesn't matter if you're the greatest real estate investor ever. This is the season of that industry that you're in. And I see this all the time is people blame God and they'll be mad or they'll be depressed and they think it's because they're in a quote unquote slump or things aren't going right or they just don't know the right people. But sometimes they just haven't. It's really just their damn fault. I saw a quote that said, Everything happens for a reason, and sometimes that reason is you. And many times it is our fault, or there's nothing that you can do, and you're just going through a season that you got to push through. Hurricanes come and go. Sometimes you don't even got to go forward. You just got to hold on as tight as possible and let that season or that storm pass, and then you keep pushing forward. Think about it. Let's say you're a farmer, and you grow crops, food, for people, maybe your family, whatever the case may be. Imagine being mad, screaming at the ground, yelling at everything, yelling at your farm, yelling at all the workers, yelling at your wife, yelling at the girlfriend, yelling at all your family, mad as hell, but y'all have never planted one seed. Think about it. Imagine planting no seeds and still being mad at the ground for not producing any crops. Sounds dumb, right? But there's certain people that's never read a book, never learned a skill set, Never tried, never even applied to jobs, never sent emails, never knocked on any doors, never made any calls. And they're wondering why their life sucks. They're wondering why they don't make good money. They're wondering why life has not got better. They haven't planted one seed. And then let's say they made 100 calls or they connected with people or they did have interviews. It's like screaming. It's like me putting a bunch of seeds everywhere. I go, well, I did that. And your crops don't grow because you don't water it. You don't fertilize it. You don't nourish the plants to grow. 
this is all common sense when I talk like this, but think about how many times people get in a new job and it's a dream job and they stop learning. They stop growing. They stop networking. They stop talking to smart people who maybe have had more experience than them. Or they get the job or they get the opportunity and then they just think they know it all because they did good at some other company or some other industry. Everything in life, it has to do with seasons and different scenarios that you're in. And your ability to be mature, wise, and calm and see things for what they are, not with your ego, not with a heightened emotional state, but just very, there's a lot of practicality that can give you a sense of clarity and direction in whatever you're going through. When you do that, you can actually start making real practical changes to your business, to your industry, to the specific career that you're in right now. You got to understand the times. And I see this with, with salespeople, with managers, business people, is that some people just can't admit what season they're in. They can't admit that maybe the industry they're in just isn't going to make it. It's a dying industry or that they're in the right industry and they just need to develop more and there's nothing wrong with the company that they're in. And it's so interesting that people, they'll find excuses They'll find other people to blame, their boss, the coworker, the economy. You got to know what you're in. You got to know what season of life you're in and adapt your daily operation and decision making based off of that. Okay. For example, when you finally have the harvest and you have the success, what do you do with it? Because winter is coming. You've seen Game of Thrones, right? They're always preparing for winter. If you're growing crops, you have to prepare. It doesn't matter how good of a farm you're on. You're not growing. You're not having harvest during the winter months for most things that you would grow. So if you think you're the best farmer ever and that's just going to keep coming, you're kind of delusional. So you have to have this huge harvest. You have to reap it. You have to take care of it and you have to save and prepare. Yes, you can enjoy it, but you have to prepare for winter and then prepare for the planting season. And then nourishing and developing those crops to grow. And so you have to start looking at your own life like this. Is Every business, every industry, and every relationship has cycles. It's just like if someone gets married for the first time, is it going to feel the exact same when you're 25, 30 years old and alive all this energy when you have a bunch of kids running around and you got jobs now? Of course not. It's a different cycle in the relationship. So we have to understand and really look at life with a more practical lens. That doesn't mean that you guys don't have emotions. That doesn't mean that going through the winter seasons of whatever you do is any easier, but it's adjusting and adapting to the situations that you're in. And you got to think about this, right? In every recession, because we're pretty clearly heading towards one right now, definitely the United States, and I think actually most countries are much well or what much worse off, excuse me, because they're reacting to the US dollar is when you go through recessions, there's always a pack of winners that come out of these recessions and they end up being some of the most successful companies and people out of that. And why does that always happen? It's because they're not looking at their situation as a why me? Why isn't this happening? This isn't fair. They're looking at it through a lens of, okay, this is what we're going through. This is the season that I'm in. 
what does a consumer want now? How can I adjust my advertising? How can I adjust my sales process? How can I adjust how I network? How can I trust all the things I'm doing in a business perspective to be successful in this period? It's just like when we went into COVID for the first time and I'm in the solar industry, one of the industries I'm in, it was my entire career we sold in person. And suddenly you're forced to not be able to do that, but you still had people that were at home, they had nothing to do, they were thinking about their house, they were thinking about different things. So immediately we started setting Zoom and phone appointments and we started closing remotely. So even though the whole economy was shut down, we found ways to be innovative and different thinking that actually ended up helping the company and all of our sales reps make more money because they were able to multiply their time because they weren't driving to these appointments that were 30 to 60 minutes away each way. And so start looking at your life in that thing. And and most importantly, what I, what I really want to convey is I want everyone here to start looking at Massive obstacles and resistance that you face in your life. A bad relationship, losing a job, a business ending, um, you lose a massive deal, you lose your best sales rep or you lose a something, right? You have to understand that life has cycles and people are temporary. And when you face overwhelming obstacles, which seems overwhelming now, right? If you don't know how to handle that, or it is a quote unquote problem, in most cases, it is just a sign that you need to be developed more. Problems that used to feel like the world was ending two, three, four, five years ago for myself is like a total joke now. And if I tell my problems right now, which everyone has problems, to someone that's doing 10x capacity of what I am, they would think my problem is a joke compared to theirs. And they're right. And so you have to realize that when you're facing obstacles in whatever industry you're in, whatever career, finding what you love, or certain things, it is a sign that you are being groomed. Because you cannot go further in life and handle more unless you can easily conquer what is in front of you today. Think about it. If you want to be the top sales rep and you can't handle a couple of canceled deals, how in the hell are you going to be the top sales rep? If you want to be the best real estate person in your area or in the state and you can't handle rejection at a scale two, three, four, five times what you are now, do you really want to be the number one real estate agent? You got to think about it. A lot of people think they want to make all this money do all these big things, but do they really know what it actually comes with? If you were operating guys, let's say you make a hundred grand, you want to make 500 K. You have a current set of problems that comes with that income or that job or that position. And you're like, Oh Grant, I want to get promoted. I want to become a vice president. I want to become a regional manager. I want to five X my income. Do you realize that that typically five X is your problems? You just become better at fixing them or you find ways to delegate to solve them before they happen. The problems do not go away. Your ability to solve small ones and eliminate them completely, that level increases. And so we have to look at these things practically because 
you know, a lot of times you always think, well, when I make all this money, I'm finally going to be happy or this that, and the other. Happiness, you have to choose in each moment that you're in by living in the present and being thankful that you're alive and progress. But you have to understand that when you get more on your plate, there's more daunting situations. There's more potential issues. There's more liabilities. There's more people that you got to manage and think of who have family members and have different things. The problems and potential headaches increases, not decreases. And so you hear everyone, winners and losers all want the same things. But many times the losers, they want what it comes with. They don't want what it takes. And sometimes it takes a little bit of craziness, a little bit of obsessiveness with what you do. There's many people that have worked with me behind the scenes and you know you hear a podcast and I'm talking about all this positive stuff and I'm talking about this and I'm talking about this and all these great stories and it's amazing right it's great but when you really look behind and in the engine and you see what it actually takes it's not all this glamour it's not these cute little cool trips it's not all this wow another success it's like everything I touch turns to gold that's because that's the final product after literally going through hell for months and months and months and problem and problem and problem and problem. This person betrays you. This person gives up. This person lies about you. This person does this. This supply chain issue. This cash flow issue. That happens. And all it is is problem solve after problem solve after problem solve and learning and developing and changing this and changing that to finally be able to get to the point where we figure it out and succeed and then everyone else sees the final product if they had to go through what myself or anybody else would have had to go through there they might have second guessed wanting what that person had and so we have to and i'm telling you guys i i grew up i had a mom that was still she's such a positive person and so they always preach positivity in my life my, my dad too and i was thankful for that because i think it's way better being a pessimist but I always wondered, I'd say all these positive things, spin in circles, pray, hope everything works out, and I'd get screwed over, or it wouldn't work out the way I thought. And it was because I was overly optimistic and underestimated what it actually took to succeed. I underestimated it. And I didn't think and anticipate the actual problems and the actual work and the actual thinking ahead, three, four, five, six steps ahead that I would actually have to do to be able to achieve what I want. Just so you all know, I mean, think about this. When you really look at people's income, just to make over four or 500K is 0.001% crazy low numbers. You got to think about all the people you cross in a single day. Not even one out of a hundred does that. So you have to think differently than over 99% of people. Who are you talking to? What are you thinking about? What is your daily process like? How do you handle problems? How do you handle emotions? Do you really want what you think you want? You have to invite and bring practicality, decisiveness, and realism into what you do or you will sabotage yourself, your people, and everyone around you. And when you add this and you go, okay, no matter what I think, 
in my industry during these months, the buying, the amount of people who are buying this product or service or this industry drops X percent. How do we still win during this period? How do I still make the same type of money? Is that even possible? How many more people would I have to talk to? What different behaviors would I have to have to be successful? Does my strategy need to change? Because sometimes it ain't you. It's just you not realizing what season of life or business that you're in. And so I want you guys kind of as a homework off of this. I hate the word homework because y'all know I hate school, but in a way a homework is I want you to look at your specific industry and I want you to ask yourself, what season are you in? If you're in the mortgage industry, obviously you're getting hit hard there. How do you differentiate yourself? How do you still grow? If you're in real estate, how do you adapt? If you're in tech, if you're in real estate, all these different things, right? You're in gas, whatever you're in. What season of business are you in and how do you adjust your strategy to cater and adapt to what you are currently facing? I then want you to list and figure out, be real, look yourself in the mirror, write this down. What do I need to do to separate myself from the pack? What is the other 99% of people in this industry, this sector, doing that I can do differently? I was, it was interesting because I was talking to one of our lenders that helps us with solar financing. I'm on the phone and he, and he keeps trying to set up a meeting with my sales guys. And I'm telling him like, man, you know, Danny, we don't, we, I, I'd love you to, to come, but be honest, man, like we don't have time. We're hiring all these people. We're scaling. We're growing. All these different things. And he's like, wait, well, Grant, isn't it winter coming up? And I was like, yeah, we're, we got to hurry for winter. He's like, well, what do you, everyone that I talk to in, in your industry is, you know, dialing back right now. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we like to do the opposite of what everyone does. I, we like to grow through the winter months. That's when we separate ourselves. So by the time spring comes and everyone's building back, we're already full steam ahead. And he's like, damn, I never even thought of that. It's crazy to hear. Like he was shocked. And this is a guy that works with, you know, hundreds of different companies. And that's how you need to be looking at yourself and your situations, your business, your relationships and think different because thinking like them is fine if you want what the 99% has. But if you want what the 1% has, you got to think like the 1%. So thank you guys for listening to episode 35. As always, thank you so much for the love and the support. It's crazy to see really organically how much this podcast has grown into six different continents, hundreds of countries, um, you know, different areas and places all across the world. I mean, guys, if you enjoy this, please share it, share it with your friends, post it on, on social media. I'll share it as well and leave a review on Apple and Spotify. Other than that, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have an incredible week and I'll see you guys again for episode 36. Thanks guys.